Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. What's up? Welcome, y'all, to Pop Country Talk here on AfterBuzz TV. We are so excited for y'all to be here. We hope you're hanging in there. We know that people are getting stir crazy, but just... We're going to hopefully take your mind off of that for 30 minutes today. We're going to be talking about, y'all, country airplay charts. Beer can't fix it. It's number one. We've got some other stuff going on with John King. We're going to have, talking about Marin Morris. We're going to like, oh my gosh, we're going to have a quiz, a country quiz. It's oh, gosh. Be some, I know. But first, before we hit that, Allie Nasta, Candace Cruz, welcome to the show. Hello. What's up? She's uh, Allie. I'm Candace. Yes, yes, I'm sorry. yes. <laughs> that's it. If you're listening to podcasts, a blonde brunette, we're like a sitcom. We're a blonde brunette and a redhead. <laughs> Look at that. You put three we of us in a room. It's three's company. I we're, love it. Yes. And just as gay, but really gay. Because <laughs> me, not the ladies. They're, they're all for the men. Candace is single. Come for it, gentlemen. Yes. Come on, let's go. We already <laughs> found a couple of eligible ones on the show last week. So she's Zoom dating like crazy. Wait, are Ooh, you? I don't, no, I don't know. I mean, are I you? have, but that's listen. A, that's so exciting. It, but people need to up their game. Really? If you're going to Zoom date and we can't go on an actual date, like you need to pull out the stops. Like, yeah. let's order some dinner for me or like wine and dine. <laughs> let's let's do something. Butt. Like put some effort into it. Don't just pick up your phone and be like, hi, I'm FaceTiming you. Oh, I don't like you. Goodbye. Like, yeah. If well, I'm going to go agree. on an actual date and have to put myself together for you, then we're going to do the same thing via virtual. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, guys, perfect segue. A beer cannot fix it. Cannot that. fix. I was going to agree with you on that, Allie. I, I beer that. Well played. Well played. Those gentlemen that just need to step up their game. Come on, um, guys. All right. So, country airplay charts. I wanted to make sure everybody understood the definition of this because there's so many different Billboard charts, like so many. Music of the Week, Country Music. This one Uncle is, Uncle Gary's top. Yeah, list. and this it's one so per- many. This one in particular is the country airplay charts, um, which it was published by Weekly on Billboard magazine since January twentieth, and nineteen ninety. And this chart lists the sixty most listened to records played on one hundred and fifty mainstream country radio stations across the country. And this oh. is monitored by Nielsen BDS, um, and it's weighted to each Nielsen's. B- uh, each station, station's Nielsen ratings. Oh, that was a tongue twister. Oh. So basically, this is um, out of the music they're playing on the radio. But with that being said, Beer Can't Fix It by Thomas Rhett featuring John Party was number one this week, which it was. It just jumped to number one because last week was Nobody But You, Blake Shelton's new song. Um, mm-hmm. It was written by Thomas Rhett, Jay Bonetta, uh, Skelton, R.B. Tedder, and then the producers were D. Huff, Jay Bonetta and Thomas Rhett. Um, first, I just have to say, like anything that Thomas Rhett touches is just amazing. And, and I know that, yeah. And I feel like that's such a, I sometimes feel like it's, I, I can only imagine the stress it must like kind of put on that 
being an artist where like everything you do is amazing. Mm-hmm. And like, how do you, how do you continuously top that music? And he just continuously does that. And I just think it's amazing. And John Party, are you guys fans of John Party? I, no, I'm not, but I mean, I, I'm not, I mean, not a fan. I right. just like, yeah. I'm, I'm not, I, I'm not as a well aware or like, right. like, I'm sure I love him. I just, that's one of the things that I'm not the best at is mm-hmm. like figuring out like who all's mixed unless they're like the top names, like right. newer artists. I'm learning so much just from like doing this. And I know he's not new, but like, if they're not like the Thomas Threat, Carrie Underwood, like the top mm-hmm. name, sometimes I'm not the best at it always. Yeah, so John Party had an album that came out last year that was just phenomenal. I highly suggest listening to it. Um, but I think what I love about this partnership is that it's bringing him to the top with Thomas Rhett to really showcase him as an artist because mm-hmm. he's mm-hmm. super talented as well. And I think that it is something like Candice, you just mentioned, a lot of the times in country music, some artists seem to fall to the wayside a little mm-hmm. bit because we do kind of clutch on to those artists that we love and hold near and dear to our heart, which there's nothing wrong with that. Mm -hmm. But I was really excited to see that John Party was featured on this because that's kind of giving him more exposure. And, you know, people who get to rediscover or discover his album from last year are lucky Mm -hmm. because I think I've listened to it too many times now or it's like, I just, I've listened to it too much on repeat. Um, But I highly suggest listening to that album. It's really great. And he's just an awesome writer. Well, it's, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I was just saying, sorry, even though Party didn't write on this one, just singing it too. I just think once people realize who he is, he's an Mm -hmm. awesome artist. Well, let's talk about one of the producers, D Huff. I was like, I know that name. I've heard that name. And I just did a Google search and Dan Huff, like the litany of songs that he has produced, like Mm -hmm. from Peebo Bryson, which I love Peebo Bryson. Like that's like old, but like Dolly Parton Rainbow, um, Shaka Khan, um, Bob Seger, wow. Like a Rock, like Peter Cetera, Amy Grant, like Barbara Streisand, Shania Twain, he coped with Shania Twain, Woman and Me. Yeah. I mean, Martina McBride, like this guy, Leanne Rhymes. Like bow down. Yeah, Leanne Rhymes Blue album. I think that's where I've heard him from. I remember seeing an interview back then. So, like, mega, mega powerhouse people producing this for him. So definitely let's, yeah, yeah, and that's awesome. Isn't it good crazy? for him? Isn't it crazy? Wait, what'd you say? Good for him? Yeah, proud for him. I know. That's my grandma Hazel would say, I'm proud for you. <laughs> I'm proud lo- for you. Proud for you. I love that. Can that be our new saying? Can we take your yes, grandma's saying? Proud for I'm proud for you. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just, I, I love Thomas Rhett and I just, it's so interesting though, too, to see the producers that are so talented that I've worked with so many amazing artists, Mm -hmm. but they're so behind the scenes that like, not that you forget, like you obviously know producers are attached to these songs, but they're easily, I was just thinking about how they can walk around town. No one knows who, not a lot of people know who they are, but Mm -hmm. yet they are really a lot of the magic that goes behind these songs. I mean, I think it's in every industry. So famous. Yeah. Yeah. I think that that's in every industry though. I think right. we only see like the main feature focus and yeah. everything else, like these incredible artists are more known of people that are in the industry or like mm-hmm. artists that want yeah. to work with producers that, you know, they're very well aware of that. But if yeah. you're not in that, like, I remember when I used to buy CDs, the first thing I did in the album was not look at who right. did anything on the album. It was like reading the lyrics or the behind the scenes or whatnot. Mm-hmm. It's not oh, so-and-so's and did all of this, yeah. you know? Except do you remember when you could like take this, like the CD 
So you could take the slip out where it had all like the extra pictures if there were. Any. Oh yeah, you just open it up. I was, I lived for that. There was like a poster. Yep, it was wonderful. Pierce had like uh, like limited colors on the flower CD that she had. Yep. Ah, uh, love it. Love people the don't. Uh, yeah, people don't remember what it was like. Maybe we should do that. We should do that maybe next week for our yesterday, today, tomorrow. Like talk about old CDs that we used yes. to love the covers oh. on. That's great. We'll do that. Love it. We'll love it. We'll do that. Okay. It's a little tease for everybody, which if you want to watch us next week or listen to us, the only way you can do that is two ways. If you're watching us on the YouTube channel, just hit that subscribe button below, that little red button. We appreciate you. If you hit that, we'll be proud for you. We're proud, proud for you. Proud for you. Yeah, so be sure to hit that button. Leave a comment. Some of you have been commenting in the YouTube chat. We appreciate that. So you can uh, you can do the live chat now, but you can also leave the comments and we will uh, come at us and we will look at that as well. And if you're listening to the podcast, especially on Apple Podcasts, or we appreciate the five-star review and just leave a little comment of whatever you want to say. Whatever you want to say in there, we appreciate it. Helps bump us up. And last but not least, sharing is caring. So after Buzz, we are like, so many people after us uh, behind, talk about behind the scenes. There is a crew of people behind the scenes, mm-hmm. free included, that is producing this show that are working their butts off for you. So please share that to them. We thank them so much. And we have so many stuff about sports, drama. If you're bored, you have no reason to be bored with After Buzz TV no. on your side because we are the ESPN of TV talk. And comedy, Matt, and not to mention, I'm going to plug this, The Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt is doing a movie, y'all, and it came out today on Netflix, and we're doing a full after show, and the panel's reunited tomorrow, so come on over. Yeah, they're doing that, you know? They're doing, like, Orphan Black now. They did Parks and Recreation, like... Oh, no, this is a full movie that was actually shot before quarantine and they're releasing it so i'm like oh "Oh, okay let's go (laughs) love some titus love some titus also we want to remind you we've got our latino digital channels please support them uh black hollywood live like we we are just um we appreciate it so much when y'all jump out and do that so or listen but let's move on to let's talk about our new artist of the week y'all Guys, I'm really excited about this one. So John King, he's he has the song right now that's the most popular right, right one right now is Try Saying Goodbye, but it actually came out in November of 2019. And I didn't realize if it's just now that I've been hearing it a lot on my Spotify playlists or the radio or whatever it may be, but it's such a good song. But then it also made me go back and kind of listen to all the music he has. And it made me realize that he was the artist behind Close. If you haven't listened, mm. it is such a sexy oh. song. Yeah, it's such yes, a sexy it is. song. He's yes. phenomenal. And I was listening, he had some acoustic music up on Spotify and I was just kind of listening to all of his songs. And it made me really sad because I realized he doesn't have a full album out yet. He has an EP um, and that was out released in like 2015. So it leads me to believe that there has to be like, there has to be music coming out from him soon, right? Like I can only imagine- You would if- hope. It doesn't necessarily mean that though. Sometimes yeah. EPs are the, the it. Like sometimes yeah. people take a break, especially if it came out a while ago. Mm-hmm. And also it's quarantine. Like who's to yeah. say, you know, do we know who he's- uh with in label is he with a label yes he is with a label i don't remember the name on the top of my head but i don't know what label he's with boy he's cute he's kind of has like 
Zach Efron twink hair in the front. Yes. And he's got such a cute little family. He does. Um, guys- Zach Efron High School Musical. <laughs> If you guys check out his Instagram, he just um, has such a cute family. He actually, he grew up in Georgia and he went to UGA for actually to study music. Oh, um, nice. And obviously since touring's on pause right now, the best chance to catch him is on Instagram because they have been announced a lot of the time, all these artists have been doing lives with certain mm. um, companies and partnerships. And he actually just did a live on the 7th. So you should be able to check that out on Carhartt's Instagram page. But oh. what's really interesting that Carhartt's doing right now is they have a live from the garage um, Instagram live thing where they have, it's a live series where they've been reaching out to country artists like Russell Dickerson, Riley Green, and um, they just do a live series with them on their Instagram page. And I just think that's a super fun way for one, a partnership and two, to be able to kind of hear these artists that you might not know too much about. And mm-hmm. obviously if you're looking forward to seeing them on tour or if they were opening for anybody, then this is kind of a great opportunity. But um, yeah, it's sad. I think I saw on his website that there were some concerts in May and it's like, oh, you know what? I revoke that. I feel like he does have to have an album coming out soon. Cause I've been creeping on his Instagram right now. And he is one of Pandora's 2020 artists to watch. So he's yeah. got to have something. I feel like it has to come soon because he's had so many hit singles that there's, I feel like. He's and he was probably, supposed to be with Blake Shelton, July 25th. Right. So like usually when you're opening for a, such a big act, like there's something coming. Mm-hmm. So but there's I, nothing that can come. So they're all delaying yeah. it. You know, we talked about yeah, that last no. week that everybody's delaying. So, but anyways, guys, check out John King. Super great artist. He's Love his cutie. music. He's so sweet. Uh, That's a cute baby. Cute yeah. baby. So sweet. Oh. Uh, love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. And yeah, close. If you're not quarantining with somebody, <laughs> maybe don't watch it because you'll break the quarantine. <laughs> you'll get on your Tinder and make bad decisions. Because <laughs> that is a sexy video. Um, okay, don't watch it, y'all. Don't watch it. But great decisions. But that will make you want to hop on a plane and meet your mom and go see your mama. Is We're talking about our top three releases of the week oh. on iTunes. First off, we've got, um, y'all, number one is I Called Mama. Have y'all listened to the song? Yeah. Uh, 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 My mama's in Oklahoma. I love her so much. I miss my mom. (laughs) I know. It's like, especially now. I mean, it's like Mother's Day. It's just like. We're going to be talking about Mother's Day and social media too. God, that's all it was. I know. And then Tim McGraw, who's Tim McGraw, talking about how he loves his mama. And I just make it's just too much, too much. Um, also, we've got uh, Lee Bryce is in number two with one of them girls. And then uh, number three, I want to talk about Miranda Lambert is up for number three with Bluebird. This video Bluebird. is so beautiful. I highly recommend. I shot it to y'all like 30 She's minutes stunning. ago. So it's fine if you didn't have time. We're showing it now, though, for the YouTube people. But as a makeup artist, there's like this, basically the whole concept of the video is is that we see this bluebird in a cage, like a real bluebird, and then they kind oh. of like pan in, and it's Miranda. Oh, I love that. Yeah, so it's Miranda in a cage singing this song, like in this kind of oh. cool, like cabaret club, and she's wearing this feathered kind of like corset with these dresses. It's like drag realness, and I loved it. I loved it. Loved it. Loved it. So, so I, it's great song, but also great video. So be sure to check that out. So yes. 
And oh, that's it. So now it's her, oh, that's a special segment. That's me. <laughs> that's you. You keep that's talking, me. baby boy. That's keep it. Talk. We're talking about her special segment this week. Yesterday, today, and tomorrow, 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 tomorrow. So <laughs> what I had the idea this week is to talk a little bit about a little bit of the business side of country music. The business, the money, money, there's money. there's a quiz about the business, I'm not Yeah, going the ching ching, the cash, the flow, whatever, you know how. So we're going to talk about that today because that is something we already alluded to this that's being hugely affected. So first off, yeah. though, for yesterday, I was looking. Looking at this article um, on uh, looking on this article on a taste of country, mm-hmm. and so they were, uh, but they, you know how they have like little side things that take you down a hole, and then you're like yeah. two hours later, you're like, what happened? So I got, I found this, but uh, when you know one of those videos that show you like the progression of the change of country music, and they did it for the '90s, but we're going to talk about what ended up uh the top artist of the 90s i'm gonna pull this up y'all can't see it i'm gonna quiz you so we're gonna talk about top 10 real quick so who so i'm gonna give you the the bottom five and then we're gonna start our our bottom seven then we'll talk for top three so at number 10 and this is total weeks at number one for the billboard country charts by the way that's the litmus test at number three uh, weeks at number one was lone star that for number 10 uh, that's number 10 number nine is my girl shania in the 90s uh number eight this is a throwback y'all john michael montgomery (gasps) i remember that i (laughs) love the world you love me um so number eight faith hill you're welcome you're welcome (laughs) Uh, number eight, Faith Hill. Oh. Seven is, I know, I loved her. Uh, seven is Clint Black. I loved Clint Black. Uh, I remember well. I love that song. Um, number six, Okie Boys, Brooks and Dunn. Mm-hmm. Um, again, Marie. Yeah. Good like song. And love then, so number you. four is, yes, it's so good. Number four is Alan Jackson. Okay. And now, so I will say, I mean, it's all men, so I wish it was women, but top oh, three. It. Martina McBride wasn't on that list? No, no. What? No, that Shania Twain and Faith Hill were the only women in the top weeks at number one for the 90s. Um, so not even or at least ended up, four. ended up the most. Mm. I mean, they, oh, okay, okay, right. Right, yes, right. Martina had number ones, but collective like for the decade of the 90s. And Reba wasn't so on there? I can't believe it. She was, but from 1990 to 1999, the average of number ones, only oh, Shania and Faith Hill made it. I, I know. Hopefully that changes for the 2020s, for the 20 decade. So who do you think number three is? Uh, did you say Alan Jackson? I did. He's number four. Okay, okay I'm sorry. I think okay. Tim McGraw's number one, so I can't. Okay, put well, it in how there. about I'll do this? The okay. top three, I won't tell you what order. The top three are Tim McGraw, uh-huh. Garth Brooks, uh-huh. and George Strait. So, what order oh. do you think they are? One, two, three. Garth Brooks, George Strait, Tim McGraw. Tim That's McGraw, what McGraw. I was going to say. <laughs> You're wrong. Right? No. Okay. That's wait, what wait. the title of this article is that Garth Brooks was not the leader of the 90s. I thought that too. No, I didn't say George. he was the leader. I said Tim McGraw was number one. Oh, oh, oh. I oh, said Tim McGraw was number three. I, I put well, them in the order of three, two, one. Oh, 
Bree's uh, gonna kill me because I'm confusing. So you're both <laughs> still wrong oh, because okay. George Strait was number one. Wow. With 49 collective weeks at number one. Under that, Tim McGraw at there we 40. Go. And but but that's shocking to think of Garth Brooks, the superstar that he is, was third at 31. So anyway, I thought that close was just running, a little fun quiz. Very close. That yeah. is super fun. Yeah. That is good. Yeah, I thought that would just be fun to do. Now, kind of talking to today, two things. I think we've we kind of t- talked about other people before, but in the news, first of all, Zach Brown obviously had to cancel his tour because okay. we're talking about country artists. They're actually talking about in this. Uh, so his interview on Taste of Country with Billy Dukes, uh, who's kind of an expert of all things country, and um, basically he was saying that. They're asking, is this going to hurt small artists or larger art- artists? And he said, basically, it's going to hurt artists that aren't good with their money. And yeah. it looks like Zach Brown, uh, whether they're big or small, and looks like Zach Brown not might not be that great. He just had to can- he had to cancel his tour. He had to let go of all of his crew, so he's not paying them anymore. And he put his uh, his recording studio Nashville uh, Southern Ground, I believe it's called. It's on on the sale block for $10 million selling his recording studio all within what? like a two-week span. So wow, boy needs some money. Boy needs some money. Whereas on the flip side of this, I know it's crazy. On the flip side, Trace Atkins, who's a country legend, he was quoted as saying like, this quarantine is great for me because I'm finally doing all the musical stuff that I wanted to do. So he's writing a lot of songs. There he's planning know. on coming a lot of music so he's kind of seen so it's interesting i think like a lot of what they were saying a lot of the old time like the the people that have stayed in country music for the long haul and Mm -hmm. they've really built a business and aren't flashing the pan seem to be doing whether it's small or big seem to be doing better than people that maybe that got some new fame or new and maybe haven't spent their money as well so we will see so it's an interesting conversation right because there's so many people that are like I mean, I've just seen on social media where they're like, well, the wealthy are just chilling. Like they're fine. That's not necessarily true because if you don't know how to manage your money, no matter how little or how large you're going to be in trouble if you're not being smart about it. So I think that that's like a big wake up call for a lot of people. When you look at these artists that they're not completely out of hot water either, just because we think that they are, you know? Exactly. And neither are the record labels. Mm-hmm. They talked about kind of what's going to be happening with tomorrow and the future of country music. You know, rumor is Warner Music, which is Blake Shelton's record labels up for sale by a company like in Iran. Um, so that's wow. kind of Warner Music is huge. Um, also, and this was kind of Billy Duke's speculation, but he said, but because of what's happening of um, in country music, that Possibly, maybe Nashville won't even be the hub of country music anymore because artists aren't able to travel right now. And so much is on social media and our artists are kind of starting to create local communities. And so we could see like kind of what's happened in rock music. Like, you know, before it used to be like rock music was L.A. You go to L.A. Mm -hmm. Well, now you can go and already places like Austin are big for country and rock music Mm. and in Atlanta for country music. And there, you know, so and in. So there could be this progression of, of country music becoming more, the hubs of it becoming more spread out. Right. So anyway, and that is our special segment for today. So Candace, you, take it over with social media. Wait, really yeah. quick, Matt, before we move on yeah. to you. So that was from the article um, with an interview from Billy Taste Duke, of country. Said? Taste of country. Okay. 
Um, yeah, I just wanted to make, if you guys wanted to read more, um, we can share the article, but it, it's, that's definitely really interesting right now. I mean, yeah. the world of music in general, I think is just kind of up for conversation, not just country music, you know, because yeah. we, that a lot of people make their money from tours um, and that's not a possibility. And so yeah. there's different conversations of what they're going to do. Cause like digital tours can only, you can only have people pay so much to watch something digitally. Um, and I have actually seen this. There are some people doing concerts that are drive-ins. So We'll see what that's the, cool. I know. So that could be the innovation of what things would be doing. Like you just turn on your channel to listen to it. You'd be in the car and watch the performer and they'd be doing everything yeah. live with that's their band and whatnot. Concept. So we'll see. But social media was a lot talking about, I mean, alone together. We're going to talk about that. But first and foremost, Mother's Day was Sunday. I hope y'all called your mama. Yes. And FaceTimed your mama. And if you weren't able to talk to your mom or you unfortunately you don't have your mother anymore there's different relationships our heart goes out to everybody when it comes to mom relationships regardless of where you're at um but there were some top songs we have an instagram post right now that has all the top songs about mom that cmt shared and they are meanwhile back at mama's which is faith it's a good song such a good song like my mother does lauren elena we have Mama Song by Carrie Underwood. So good. I know. Somebody's Hero, Jamie O'Neill, and The Best Day, Taylor Swift, which, oh, that one, like, yeah, gets me every time, especially with everything with Taylor Swift's mother's relationship and what's going on with her with cancer. So I think we're all very well-versed in, like, that. So that song just, oh, give me all Ugh, the feels. I know. All the feels. Now, taking a step away from Mama's and back into quarantine life, because that's what we're going to be living in for a while. CMT is also celebrating our heroes and they're doing a really cool performance on Wednesday, June 3rd. And they're basically recognizing a lot of our uh, favorite celebrities will be singing in honor of all of our frontline heroes that are uh, medical staff, those people that are um, necessary workers. So I'm excited for that one. And then we also have Scotty McCreary. I have such a hard time saying his last name. McCreary. Mccreary. McCreary, he shared some. You got to say it like it. there's marbles in your mouth. Like it's, it's like Lu when I say Louisville. Louis it's when you say Louisville. So Louisville. it's like McCreary. 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 Okay, got <laughs> it. I should have that on lock though because I'm from Louisville. But you are. <laughs> well, right outside of it. But either way, um, people come for me if they come from my hometown. They're like, yeah, we're not from Louisville. Um, but he had ideas on how to de-stress. So Ooh, how are I need you to look at that. <laughs> de-stressing during this time? Not my stay. Honestly, I feel like it's so hard right now. I know. Because it's different levels. Right. And like one day you're fine, one day you're not, one day you feel guilty for not feeling like okay because you know, like they're everybody's situation is different. Right. But I don't know about you guys, but like sometimes when I'm feeling down, I'm like, I feel guilty because I'm like, I shouldn't, I'm fine, mm -hmm. I'm healthy. So it's like it's such this weird, like, you know, up and down mm -hmm. thing which causes stress, which, I mean, we're all kind of, we're all in this together. We're all going through it. But I mean, my heart goes out to people that are at the front lines and stuff. So yeah. that's kind of what I've been doing is like really just like taking a step back and being like, whoa, calm down. There's, you have more than enough to be fine in this. And this is not as bad as it seems like it, it on the, like, if you talk about it, like, oh, I'm staying home and you just keep that in your mind of being like, 
this is awful. That's a great mindset to get stuck in. Like it's, I mean, not a great mindset, but it's like an easy mindset to get stuck in. But if you kind of consistently remind yourself about like how blessed and grateful you are for what your situation is. And like, that's kind of been helping me sometimes. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. I think I, a lot of people are like, I'm going to get fit. I'm going to learn Spanish. I'm going to like save the Write world. Write the next and, novel. And I'm like, they're like Shakespeare wrote fucking, oops, sorry, Brie. <laughs> <laughs> ah, and so, but Shakespeare wrote Macbeth or whatever. or <gasps> You a said the unspeakable play. In the plague. And I'm like, I'm giving myself grace. Yesterday, yes. I spent five hours watching Hometown on HGTV and I loved it. Ooh, you, know, you, know what? you know what I mean? Yeah. I told my day job that I was working. I wasn't. Because sometimes we just need to just sit and think yep. and, and plug out in this. And, and yeah, that and is the, okay. And the thing is, is like, we're all, especially in this day and age and like for us in LA specifically, like we are all constantly on the go that sometimes our bodies, like this is like a full stop, like Mm -hmm. a full on halt. And we just have to be okay with that. Like, I know for me, it's like, we're always judging our self-worth a lot. Maybe I can't speak for everybody on like getting things done or accomplishments or like, oh, I did that. I did that. Okay, great. I'm, I'm good. But like, we have to learn to just like find our self-worth and just being. So I think that yeah. that's really impressive that Scotty shared like ideas on how to de-stress. I love that they're doing different segments on their Instagram. And also alone together, Ryan Hurd and Maren Morris are showing their, their lifestyle together, alone together. And they're such a cute couple. They're so cute. Oh my God. I'm obsessed with them. And like I said, at the beginning, Maren Morris is killing it on social media, but she's been off for a minute. She had a baby. She's been chilling on the social media front and now she came back with the alone together. And then she also shared a mask photo. And how many of y'all feel like this? Well, maybe Matt, you might not be able to chime in of not having to wear makeup with your mask. It's delightful. Like you still look oh. great. Cause you've got the mask on. Oh, cause you have the mask on. You just I used to be a makeup artist. So I get it. I get yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. Allie, how are you feeling with the mask situation? Like, and like, if I put one on, yeah, she's like, I love being able to wear a mask because I don't have to put makeup on. Like, I look fine. Because it covers up everything. Because it covers it up. Oh. <laughs> there we go. No, honestly, I just love, like, not having to wear makeup at all. Like, today nice. is, like, the first day that I've put makeup on. But I also have feel like I don't know how to do it anymore. Like, I don't know how to do my, I'm bad at my cat eyes. Like, yep. I, it's it's a process like I'm like whoa mm-hmm. um but yeah I love not having to wear makeup for you it's kidding? so nice and then they actually posted it on Instagram but we're sharing the Twitter photo of it um Jamie Lynn Spears actually responds she's like and if you really don't want people to see you just wear sunglasses and then your whole face is obliterated <laughs> you're good just do that but you know guys I was talking with my family on Mother's Day And I was talking to my cousin and um, she's got two younger ones. One's about to graduate high school. And it's such an interesting experience for them, especially for like graduates of of high school, not just college. College is one thing too, but like high school, you've got prom. These are all like, this is the last time you're going to be with these people ever. Like majority of your friends, you're not going to see again to like your 10 year high school reunion, even if you go to it, you know, most people like go their separate ways. And when they left, it was just such like an abrupt leave. 
time that they didn't really get to say goodbye. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're actually doing a graduate together. Maren Morris is participating in that with a couple other people on May 16th. So it's coming up, coming up in four days, but they're doing a graduation um, ceremony and doing a graduate together. On oh, that, that's which nice. I think is so that's nice. great. I mean, I, when I was talking to them, they're doing this really interesting processional where like every kid gets to walk the stage, but like the parents, they're going to rotate. So it's just going to be like the person graduating and however many people they're allotting them to come in, they'll sit down, watch their son or daughter walk the stage, and then they leave the building and then the next group goes in. Wow. That's going to be a long day. So it's going to be like, I think they're going to do it over a process of days, but I'm like, that's crazy. Wow. What everybody's doing. Wow. Um, What a, what a very confusing and like time to live in for for that age range. Right. Well, and Um, the seniors graduating college and like, you know, the jobs they may have lined gotten lined up or the internship they thought they were going to have before they had to look for a job. I mean, my heart goes out to them just kind of trying to navigate that space. It's it's not it's like graduating it's during the recession back in 2008 right like you graduated yeah. college at that time that was like a huge so it's kind of the same thing and i mean speaking of youngsters too on a happy note bailey luttrell am i saying no nope, i don't want you to talk about this i don't want why you to talk. i'm gonna feel old af why what? <laughs> we feel old too He's a backstreet boy. Just say it. I know. Brian Luttrell's son has a new single out, y'all. Wait. Yeah. That's like, Allie. I know. Well, because I like it's funny too, because did you guys watch the Backstreet Boys um documentary? No. No. So I watched their documentary, but like that was only like I think about five years ago that I watched it and that's just crazy because they didn't talk about kids so I feel like in my mind I never thought he had a kid and now it's like Whoa. oh yeah no he does I just sent y'all the link you should look first of all he looks just like his father I know yeah. <laughs> it's really crazy though. his 16th birthday celebration was in 2018 so he's 18 or he's 17 about to turn he's 18 17, yeah um and he has a country album and country single guys well that's exciting does he I sound know. like his dad at all Let's play it. They're playing it. Oh, they are. Oh. Well, also, oh. Oh. Also, too mad though. Can you all hear it? Not. Yeah, play it. This is come kiss me. Bree's gonna play it for us. Um, but Matt, not to make you feel too old too, but he was always the oldest of the group. You know what I mean? So like, he was older. Like I think he was older. Kevin was the oldest. Yeah. So like. Kevin or Howie. Howie, but he was definitely older. So don't feel too old. Wait, listen, y'all, listen to him. We're all just... I can't really hear. But we can listen after this. Exactly. So I'll let you make the decisions. Okay. We're done. We're done with it. You'll have to listen to it. That was good. But guys, it's... I can't believe it. I know. That's wild. But also the fact that he's like 17, 18. Whoa, right? But that's, you know what? We've had so many artists, if you really think about it, come out at that age. Yeah. A lot of, you know, and it's great that, I mean, obviously it is a lot easier, no offense, when you're coming from a celebrity family. Like Mm -hmm. it's just, it's just easier. Like you've grown around the industry with people, but I think it's nice that he's taking his own route and going country routes rather than, um, the other way around because they're from Kentucky, y'all. 
Yeah, that's how that's how Brian and Kevin they, are from Kentucky. They are. Oh. Kevin was my favorite. He was my most and who Kevin was your favorite is Backstreet a Boys? UK fan where I graduated from my alma mater. He is like a diehard. So is Kevin so. your favorite Backstreet no, Boy? No, you want to know what? My favorites were I loved AJ and then I loved Chris from NSYNC because I liked the bad boy. <laughs> <laughs> Candace Cruz made bad decisions, y'all. <laughs> I loved the the weird, different, quirky. Like Chris had the black and white hair, and then AJ yeah. had all the tattoos. I was just like, ooh, they're different. So, Allie, I'm gonna take a guess. I'm gonna guess and say I feel like you it. liked it in Backstreet Boys. I feel like your favorite was. Nick. I mean, I kind of want to go with Brian for you. I feel like Brian was your favorite and probably um, an NSYNC Nick. that. <laughs> okay, so oh. you felt that right. Because I feel like I always kind of like went to like the spiky, like blonde hair. And I was like, I an figured. Aaron Carter fan as well. Because that was more like Aaron Carter, I think, was more like coming up in age with my age group. But I also loved the Backstreet Boys. But. I think it was like the Carters were awesome. But then also Brian was really cute too. And look, so, his son has the vocals too. That's true. And for NSYNC, was it, to me, I feel like, Allie, you're a JC girl. Oh, uh, no, JT. 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 Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was totally JT. I would like, I would dance around, make my own dances <laughs> up to their songs. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. See, this is why I love that we're pop country talk. We can incorporate all levels. Well, you know, Justin Timberlake, I remember he sang country music on Star Search. He's a Tennessee kid, you know? So yeah. like well, the Tennessee the, whiskey song. I mean, yeah, I mean he I was need in more of that. With stable. Yeah. I actually would love. Uh I would love. You know what? That's gonna be a segment next week too for us. But we're gonna talk about Backstreet Boys. Backstreet Boys did a country, they were at the Country Music Awards. Didn't we show a throwback a couple weeks ago where they performed? Yeah. So they, they all have country roots and elements. That's of what we're going to do voices. next week. We're going to talk about what pop stars should make a country album. Ooh, Look I at this. I'm just it. thinking of all these ideas, which I means, y'all, if you want to see these ideas, you've got to tune in, <laughs> got to subscribe. And I think that that's it for the show today, right? Yeah. We did it. All, yeah. Right? We, did it. we killed so it. The, we teased you with all these things. We're going to talk about <laughs> next week. We're going to talk about country pop stars. We're going to talk about Candace's Zoom date. Oh, God. We're going to talk about. I mean, they got a schedule on this week. Oh. Allie's going to do the show in a mask. We're going to have so <laughs> many things that guys, you're going to miss. I have to say, it's just like, I feel like today's been a day for some reason. I thought you were talking about like face masks. Like, <laughs> like, like, <laughs> like Freddy Krueger or, or like uh, Jason from. No, like, like face masks as in like the, the like cream you put on your face. <laughs> Oh, not those little plastic like, things. I saw the clay picture. mask. Like I saw the picture of Vera Morris, and I knew what you guys were talking about. But I'm like, but she's not wearing a face. Mask. Oh, and have I you love- all been watching TV and movies and being like, oh my god, they're shaking hands. Oh my god, they're not wearing a mask. Like I've started to have aversions to it. And I'm like, oh, they filmed it before. But see, they that's like- it before. Yeah, no, it is true. But it's just funny because I, in my head, I was thinking like a beauty face mask, not oh, well, even though I was looking exactly. at the photo. So that made, that's why I was it's a little It's the new lost. normal. It's the new <laughs> normal. The new normal. Well, y'all, thank you so much. We want to let you know before we go, important breaking news. Brie was a J.C. Chazé fan. Yes, Brie she was. It's a J.C. Yes, Chazé. She was. So this is important, y'all. Um, I do love his voice. Thank oh. y'all so much. Candace Cruz, tell everybody where they can find you and get more of you. 
Guys, you can follow me on all my social media at Candace R. Cruz. And I just dropped my own new show on my IGTV. So hop Ooh. on over and watch it. Hey, Yay, what's your show about real quick? What's your it's, show? It's basically like an entertainment news and my weird quirky self called Candace Be Real. So I'll leave it up to you on how you want to say the name. Love it. <laughs> Ali Nasta, come at us. Hey guys, find me on Instagram at Ali Girl. And uh, I just have so much fun every week. This gives me something yeah. to look forward to. Love you guys. We love you too. Oh, we love you too. This is a fun show. Y'all, I'm Matt Marr, two T's, two R's. You can find me at the Matt Marr on Instagram and Twitter. You know, also, if you're a 90 Day Beyonce fan, you can jump on my podcast, The 90 Day Gaze. And that is it for Pop Country Ooh. Talk today at Afterbus TV. Give yourselves a hand, everybody. Breathe. Thank you so much. And everybody, we will see y'all next week. Y'all come back next week. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.